I want to talk about two things. I'll talk about how I found Montessori and then how Jamie and I became friends. Um, so I did not know what Montessori was until I was 25, um, mostly because I didn't ever want to be involved in education, which is hilarious now. Um, my aunt, she um, lives in Spokane, Washington, and my two cousins went to What's it called? The Spokane, what is it called? It's a public Montessori program right, there. which I do not know the name of. Um, and they went straight through, and she um, always been a big advocate of Montessori. So I was nannying, I was taking care of children, loving it, but for some reason kept telling my aunt that I had no interest in being a teacher. And she said, well, you should look into Montessori because it's very different. Uh, and finally I did. And yeah, and then I, I legitimately had like an epiphany sounds so ridiculous, but I sat down and I just said, I'm going to go to that whatever WMI is. <laughs> and then I um, had an interview with Jamie, which is how we first met on the phone. And I originally wanted to be in the primary program. And you convinced me otherwise. Can you even imagine? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> you were like, well, I'm part. I remember it because I said um, I wanted to be in primary. And you said, well, I'm really partial to elementary because I'm the elementary trainer. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And so then um, that's how I met Jamie. She was my trainer. And now she's my friend. <laughs> my Montessori story started over 20 years ago now mm -hmm. uh, when I... It started even before I heard about Montessori when I, I always thought I wanted to be a teacher my whole life. I was planning to be a teacher. I would teach in the at the chalkboard in my, in my bedroom to my stuffed animals when I was a kid and occasionally my little brother if he'd hold still. Uh, and but So I knew I wanted to be a teacher and I had decided to be a secondary school teacher in college. And after a an internship in an English classroom with a really gifted educator, I realized I couldn't work in that sort of factory model where you get the kids in for 45 minutes and do song and dance to try to get their attention and, and um, five minute break and then you do it again. 200 some odd students a day. And so I dropped that that dream of being a teacher and was sort of waiting to see what what I ended up doing. And after college, I I finally thought again, well, I want to go back and work with children. Maybe I could find something, you know, um, working in the retail industry was not satisfying. So <laughs> I answered an ad in the newspaper for a Montessori classroom assistant. I had heard the word Montessori before. I didn't really know what it meant. It definitely only seemed early childhood in my knowledge. I didn't realize that there was elementary, but the the uh, position for it was for an elementary classroom assistant. And I began to see that perhaps I could work with children again because of the this whole different approach. So I was... Lucky enough to be at that school, they needed a teacher. They sent me to WMI for training. Uh, and then after 10 years in the classroom, I trained to be a trainer and came back to WMI where I met Rachel uh, in, uh, you know, first as a student and now, now as a friend and a colleague. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, yeah, so 
basically what we're trying to convey is that everybody gets to Montessori in a different way, but it connects all of us in this whole wider, you know, scope together um, and working to, you know, spread the word about Montessori because I think it's one of the most, uh, a lot of people get confused on what it is more times often than not. Um, so yeah, that's our goal for this podcast is to talk about, you know, some of the most pressing issues within Montessori and talk about what it's like to be a Montessori guide in the classroom, what it's like to be a parent. You have two Montessori kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, how we can help kind of bridge the gap between a lot of the misconceptions. And the sort of obstacles to uh, to working in the classroom and working with parents and the things that are you know, seemingly getting in the way of doing what we know to be right for children. Mm-hmm. So Rachel and I will do talking, but we'll also welcome a variety of guests over the span of this podcast as well that can offer their perspectives and expertise uh, in a way that can hopefully be really practical for people uh, to use in their schools, in their classrooms, and with their families. Yeah. So let's get started. (laughs) 